Hello, this is John from It's Mostly Harmless in Napanee, currently working out of my home. I'm going to start today with a segment I'll call Things I Should Have Said Yesterday. Number one, Ted Nugent's second solo album was called Free For All. It came out in 1976. I could not remember the name Bon Scott, so I will say it three times as a way of punishing myself. Bon Scott, Bon Scott. Bon Scott. I put out three Crocus LPs without mentioning the price. They were each priced at $10. It seems that Synergy was not a band. It was more like John Michael Jarre than I ever realized. It's one person. His name was Larry Fast. He is an American synthesizer player. I mentioned that I saw the Moody Blues 50th anniversary tour in Toronto with my dad last year. I was 53 at the time, and I honestly believe that I was the youngest person there. The first Utopia record, Todd Rundgren's Utopia. This is a single album with a 30 minute and 26 second song on side two. It's called The Icon. Side one is 28 minutes and 49 seconds long, if I remember correctly. I also mentioned that I walked about halfway home from a Motley Crue concert that was supposed to be in Ottawa, but was moved to Hull, Quebec. I did not mention that I lived 28 miles away. <laughs> That's why it took six hours to get about halfway home. I played some of the Moulettes record on Spotify. Their bio says that they are experimental folk. That sounded exciting. When I played it, it sounded like industrial synth dance pop. And that's not a style I like. I like many styles, and I'd even say most styles. But I especially like classic rock, psych, stoner, prog, metal, death, speed, thrash, folk, punk, jazz, ambient, experimental, 50s stereo easy listening like Martin Denny space age bachelor pad music old country bluegrass and many more styles okay today's first record has been referred to as the pinnacle of symphonic folk prog it's from 1974 it's harmonium's second album it's a concept album about five seasons the four we know in an imaginary fifth it's called sync saisons if that's how you pronounce that in French. Initially, they were a folk rock trio, guitar-based. Uh, and that was the record I put out yesterday as the first record. And today is their second album. They are now a symphonic quintet. They added woodwinds and keyboards. This is a $20 record. It's truly a classic from 1974. It's a very, very good record by Harmonium. <clears throat> Next is an original pressing, still sealed honeymoon suite, Racing After Midnight. All right, so don't see these ones sealed very often. It is priced at 20 Honeymoon suite. Next is Edward Bear. 1973 orange label Canadian record priced at $15. That's one with last song, which was a pretty big... Song. Next up is Flightwood Mac Penguin. Twenty dollars. 
I started listening to Fleetwood Mac because my friend David said that was one of his favorite groups and I really appreciate his opinion and so I gave them a listen and I like them probably more than I thought I would. So I understand it. Next record, The Mission. This is still in shrink wrap. It has a hype sticker. It's gothic rock. It's from 1989 on Vertigo. Actually, this is from 1990 because it's a Canadian pressing. So ours came out in February of 1990. It's two guys from the Sisters of Mercy. The band is called The Mission and the record is called Carved in Sand. And it is $20. The Allman Brothers Win, Loser, Draw. $10. And Jefferson Airplane Bark. This is nice because it has the bag that the record initially came in. That is $20. I have two copies of Eric Burden and the Animals, Every One of Us. They're from 1968, Psychedelic Rock. They are priced at $20 each. An ACDC record from 1988 priced at $20. So, Brian Johnson wrote all the lyrics on this record and he got songwriting credit. But on every ACDC record that came out after this, he was never, never got any credits, I don't think. I think they all went to those young brothers. So this is ACDC, blow up your video, $20. Mountain Avalanche, $15. Great classic rock. The first Jay Giles band, $20. Do not see that record very often. Frank Zappa, Joe's Garage, Act 1. I think this is such an entertaining record. I laugh every time I listen to it. REM Document, $20. The Beach Boys, Fun, Fun, Fun. So that's actually a reissue of a record called Shutdown. The original record had two songs that are not on this one. This is a Green Capital label. The original came out in 1964. This one came out, I think, in 1980. That's the Beach Boys Fun Fun Fun. It's priced at $10. Blonker Fantasia. This is a, where is it? No, it's a $20 record. Oh, Jazz Fusion. I remember this record. Very, very nice. So, Yesterday, I got an email about the podcast from Tensile Anubis. And he told me to keep up the good work, which is greatly appreciated. He also once told me that he really liked this record. He was helping out at the store one day, and he played it and said he thought it was great. Ronnie Hawkins' Greatest Hits, $20. Put a little hot tuna there. The first 10cc album from 1973, priced at $20. It is an art rock record. I was a little uh, waving my arms around a bit there because something flew into my hair. I think it was a ladybug. One bit me the other day and it really, really hurt. <laughs> Actually, it hurt quite a bit. Uh, I thought it was a bat. It's probably because I watched The Office and a bat got loose in the office the other day. BT Express, non-stop, 1975, 
Now, the Utopia record that I was talking about yesterday, the first one, $15. What a record. Unbelievably long. Single album, but just goes on and on and on. You either love it or hate it. I love it. Todd Rengren's Utopia. Aerosmith Draw the Line, $15. Here's the Beach Boys Double Play. It's got California Girls and All Summer Long. It's a Canadian pressing. It must not show up too often. I have that one priced at $30. Now, while we're on the Beach Boys, I have three copies of Little Deuce Good. I have a VG mono pressing, $20. I have a Stereo Capital reissue, green label, probably from about 1980, also priced at $20. And I have the original stereo pressing from 1963 Canadian. That was their fourth studio album. I seem to only have three copies of it. So that will keep the next three Beach Boy fans looking for that record quite happy. We now have a sealed Bobby Brown record. This is an original pressing. It is described as Soul or New Jack Swing, and it's got a song, Rock Witcha, which I played on Spotify. It is not the Rock Witcha that I thought it was. I didn't actually like it very much. It's sealed Bobby Brown. $20. You can't like them all. I like a lot, but you can't like them all. Joni Mitchell, Court and Spark, $10. That is the gatefold. And back to Argent. Nexus. Boy, that's a cool-looking freaky cover that makes that band look like they would have been nice to see live. Another Ronnie Hawkins, the giant of rock and roll. And he does look like a giant. He looks like a friendly giant on the cover of this album. That's a $20 record. Another sensational Alex Harvey band, Tomorrow Belongs to Me. Again, I keep telling people how much I like Alex Harvey, and this is another great record. It's got Give My Compliments to the Chef, uh, Action Strauss, Snake Bite. It's pretty cool. Alex Harvey. Can't go wrong with that one. Detective. It takes one to know one. $10. Good old rock record. <clears throat> Another Argent, a double live album from 1974. Canadian pressing, it's called Encore. $20, huh, I was just wondering what they would have been like live and I have a live record here. That's pretty interesting. I wonder if they came out around the same time. Both came out in 74. So the picture on Nexus it's probably from the same tour this live album is from. Elton John, live in Australia, $10. Okay, look at that. 
So this band, their demos were sent out as the soft white underbelly and they were rejected. Then they sent them out a second time as Blue Oyster Cult and they were accepted. This is from 1972. It's $20. I like Blue Oyster Cult a lot. like that piece of trivia and I'm going to call today's episode Soft White Underbelly. This band is called the Cream Cheese Good Time Band. Record is called Home Cooking and it's priced at 20. It seems to have all the qualities that would make it an interesting record. I'm going to need to play it someday. Judging from the photo on the back and the picture on the front, it looks like something I would like. Another Beach Boy record, a 1978 pressing. Uh, Oh, and it is a Duophonic Stereo Capital Records Starline. So the old Starline labels had a star printed on them, which was pretty cool. This does not. It's kind of a boring Capital label. It's from 1978. The Best of the Beach Boys. $20. Good record. Boring label. Flying Burrito Brothers. The last of the Red Hot Burritos. So I've only gone through four or five hundred records so far and lots of doubles come up uh, so that's the second flying burrito brothers of the same record I think uh, they still need to be alphabetized though so in 1974 Ian Hunter left Mott the Hoople and the band continued to make a couple more records this one's from 75 the band was just called Mott the records called Drive On actually I think they made three more because I think there was one that came out quite a number of years later and if I ch remember to check I will put that at the beginning of tomorrow's episode in the things I should have said yesterday section. Here's a Walt Disney dialogue music and sound effect record from the original motion picture soundtrack The Black Hole. Okay, I don't have a price on that. I'm guessing that it'll be about a, well, it'll be about a $10 record because it's supposed to have a $12 full-page souvenir photo album. And I think there's only one page left. There is probably 12 pictures on that one page. So when I sticker that, I think it'll be 10. And we got Fire Ballet, Night on Bald Mountain, $15. Yeah, that's... I think that was like classical and prog kind of combined, if I'm not mistaken. I do remember liking it, but I honestly have not played that record in probably five years. Okay, I don't even know this record. It is either Southern Rock or Stoner. I like the title so much I was going to call this episode All Hail the Yeti. Uh, that is the name of this band. The record is called Screams from a Black Wilderness. It started out at 30, and then I opened it and played it and priced it at 25. And now it is 20, because I have had it for over one year. All hail the Yeti. <clears throat> How much Ronnie Hawkins is in this box? I don't know. The Lady from Baltimore. Home from the Forest. Yorkville Records, $20. The Cult, All Electric. Yep, I like that record. That is a good one. I like The Cult. 
20 bucks. I think other people like the cult as well because they never seem to last long in the store. But as the store is currently closed, this one might last a long time. Will it last six weeks? Will it last three months? I don't know. This is a John Fogarty solo album. It's called Eye of the Zombie. I have it priced at $15. I think that is probably because I don't see it very often. Centerfield I get quite regularly. This one I don't own. Here's a cool record. Ellen McElwee, 1973, country, folk, funk, rock, $15. She's great. She was a pretty uh, well-respected slide guitar player. And I, I like her music. There's lots of different things going on there. Uh, that is priced at 15 The record is called We the People. Wow. Again, boy, there's some good stuff in this box. Okay, this is Avant Garde Rock from King Crimson's Adrian Blue, his first of over 20 solo albums since 1982. Priced at $20. It's called Lone Rhino. The artist is Adrian Blue. B E L E W. One of my favorite colors. Oh, look how blue the sky is today. Well, 10 years after was being clever on this record cover because they wrote their name backwards. Huh. Yep. It is called Rock and Roll Music to the World. It's priced at $10. That's $1 for each year after. That's 10 years after, $10. Another Argent. We're fleshing up, filling up the Argent section here. Uh, Rod Argent was in the Zombies. This record also has Russ Ballard on it. It's from 1969. It's a Canadian pressing. It is priced at $20. 1969 for the first Argent record. That's pretty cool. I wonder what year the first Zombies record came out. If anybody knows, let me know. I'm guessing early 60s. Uh, Fire Ballet 2-2. I'm guessing that must be their second album. This one I think was more of a rock record, and the other one was more like a classical and rock combined record. Put that over there. That's two Fire Ballet records today. How about Jimmy McGriff and Groove Holmes, Giants of the Organ, come together? $20, a jazz album from 1973. Good jazz records sell really quickly. I do have lots of jazz in the store, maybe 500 pieces. Tons of soul in the store, probably over a thousand for soul, funk, and R&B. Uh, and probably 10,000 for rock. Maybe 500 old country, a few hundred folk, lots of neat things there. So we're not doing them all. I'm just doing the ones in my basement. Okay, this is a Canadian pressing from 1989, a hard-to-find record by Kate Bush, priced at $30, called The Sensual World. The, the next album after this, Red Shoes, boy, that's hard to find. Probably got 10 customers looking for that, and they never seem to get it. But that's because it's from 1994. At the end of yesterday's 
podcast, I was talking about records from the 90s, and I know what I said, but when I played it back, it sounded like I said records were made a lot in the 90s in Canada and the USA, but I said records were not made a lot here. So when we have to find the albums, we have to buy German and UK pressings, things from other countries, and they weren't made in the big numbers of ones before 1990 were, so they're usually quite expensive. This is The Doors, Other Voices. Says there is a mark on the last song, but it plays good. It is $15. Here is The Yes Album by a band called Yes. Priced at $20. I'm almost at the end of the box. Eric Clapton. Featured with John Mayles Bluesbreakers. The record is called Steppin' Out and it's priced at 20. And Wiz is the song. No, two more records. Angel on Earth as it is in Heaven from 1977. So sometimes you look up a record and you want to find out some information about this. I wanted to look at this because it, this one has an insert came with a poster. And I've had lots of copies of this record and I've never had the poster before. So when I looked up Angel, I, there's at least 24 different bands with that name. So on Discogs, this is Angel bracket 24 bracket. Okay, so the 24th one. So it would be pretty frustrating if you didn't know which one you were looking for and you had to go through every one and hit the back button over and over and over again. But you also could type in the name of the record, which would lead you directly to the right band. A lot of band names are reused. Uh, this is priced at 20 and I priced it a little higher than I usually do because of the poster, which is pretty cool to have a poster with that. The last record for today. Yesterday, or the day before, I was talking about Edward Bear. And I said, I heard him in an interview. And I knew Edward Bear was not the name of a person. I wanted to know where the name came from, so I looked it up. Apparently, Winnie the Pooh's proper name is Edward Bear. People just called him Pooh, so he had a nickname. This band was initially called the Edward Bear Review, and they were formed in 1966. The first LP was Bearings. This is their second LP. It's called Eclipse. It's a gatefold from 1970. I've only ever seen this once. There's probably a lot out there and people involved in bigger stores or more shows might see it all the time. I have it priced at $25, Edward Bear Eclipse. So I have been putting Edward Bear in the E's and that will continue to go there. That is it for today's records. If I put an audio epilogue at the end, it'll show up should play automatically. If not, that'll be all for today. Thanks again for listening, and everybody, stay safe, wash your hands, be careful, and enjoy this time you're spending at home. Find something to do that you really like, and then do it. I have talked it over with my son, and we have decided we will not put an epilogue. 
at the end of today's episode. Though he does have a message for our listeners. I assure you that if I collected records, I'd buy them all at its mostly harmless.